0: We've got a really cool kind of topic today that we're talking about coming off of our episode based on um, how to make your uh, relationship last or ways to make your relationship last a long time. So our topic today for JP and I is things that can hinder a relationship and things that can help a relationship grow stronger, right? So... We've got some uh, time and some energy in the game, and we believe we'll be able to give out some good information here. Now, I do want to give a little disclaimer. We are not marriage counseling credentialed. We are not counselors. We are not therapists. So we are not prescribing anything for our listeners. We're merely giving our personal experience and how we got to the place where we are right now uh, in the hopes that we can bring some inspiration.
1: So you can't sue us
0: that and we're not giving out (laughs) clinical advice here we're giving out life advice so yeah
1: raise yourselves
0: exactly so here we go so jp here's what i want to do love let's talk about the things that hinder relationships and we'll kind of go off of our kids first and then we'll go into things that make us strong that sound good Mm -hmm. okay so let's do a light little candid conversation about kids for a moment Okay, and this would be just kind of off the off the off the grip. Kids are hindrances. (laughs) And I said it just with the periods in between each word. When it comes to having kids, of course, we all know if you have children and you're in a relationship or you're in a marriage, we all know that kids are probably the number one on the board way that your relationship can have um, some type of positive or negative impact, depending on your goals and everything that you're doing to raise a family. So, I guess for you I'm going to pose a question to Mr. to the Mr. Payton here. I guess my question would to you would be in in what way do you think fatherhood has made you a better husband? You ever thought about that? And or if they, you know, don't have so much of a correlation, maybe, you know, how well do you think fatherhood has made you a better person?
1: I became a little bit a little bit more responsible because I, I was in charge of in charge of life <laughs> from because <a, laughs> I've, I've always I've always been a uncle since I was 10 years old so being being around children has never been a setback for me but I would say when, when I became a father and I had this little brown brown boy looking at me Twenty-four-seven couldn't necessarily send, couldn't necessarily send them back to my brothers and sisters. So, <laughs> at at that point, when the when 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 the lights go off and the show stops, that person is still relying upon you. So, at that point, I, ju- I just needed to be accountable for everything that I did because I had sets of eyes watching me, especially in this in this climate being. A young or a young brown person, there's a lot of pressure that that comes with that. So the first thing I would say was, guess the responsibility that I, that I took on. hmm
0: I agree. I think that's probably the main thing that changes you first is that you know you have somebody looking at you. If I think about how motherhood has changed me, I would say it has made me more aware of the world, and of course. We all know what happens, you know, in terms of political things, in terms of social things that are happening out there in the world. And so for me, being a mother of, you know, two little brown children, it has made me become much more aware of how what kind of energy I'm putting into my children and what type of life I'm making them in this you know, really bizarre world that we live in.
1: Because they're sponges.
0: Oh, man. You said a lot there. They are... They are. Literally, our children follow us around the house. I don't know if anybody else's children do this, but my, our children are like ducklings. So they follow us physically around the house. And then, of course, they're mentally soaking in all of your energy. So if we're anxious, they can feel that. And so they respond in that manner. So for me, awareness has been... Am I putting enough time in into what my child is saying? Like, am I actually sitting and listening to what he's saying or what she's saying? Then it becomes a part of, am I fully present, right? Because, of course, you can be there in the room, but, you know, if you're not really truly present with your children, they can feel that. And then in terms of the world itself, being aware, I am now much more aware of taking care of myself because I know I need to be here as much as possible for them. So making sure that I'm trying to do better with stress, do better with eating, be here showing um, love to JP because of course our children will learn how to love from us and learn how to love other people. So it's a big old awareness billboard. And, 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 you know, in addition to what JP said about, Having those that's constant stage, having those constant eyeballs on you, so.
1: Yeah, because yeah, the the pictures and stuff is cute. You post the pictures and everything, and every, mm-hmm. yeah, you get you get a real dose of reality. Once once everybody leaves, because that that baby is a constant. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they are constant. They are hungry, hot, cold, uncomfortable. You know, got something on the butt, but. They, you know, it's it's a 24-hour stronghold on your whole being. And so that's, you know, that's, enough, that's a really big hindrance to a relationship. So unfortunately, and fortunately, maybe in some ways, having kids prior to building a foundation can be sobering, I believe. For some people, I think it's a good thing because it kind of forces them into, all right, is this really what we want from one another? We, do we focus on our relationship or do we kind of go our separate ways? For other people, it's not so good right? Mm -hmm. that they have the children. And then it kind of gets in the way of developing the relationship itself. So we wanted to start on that point just because you guys got to meet our kids. So we do want to bring in the fact that we have children and people, of course, again, knowing that we are busy adults with, you know, full time, more than full time careers. How do we continue to be present with our children? So that's a constant. It's, It's something that we're always working on. But being uh, alert to it is the first step. That, hey, maybe I want to spend more time with the kids. I want Jai to date daddy, right? I want Drew to date me. I want them to sit at the table and tell us about their day, right? So we can continue to build what it's like to have a strong family within our children. Because we don't want to have children have to get over their childhood. Because a lot of us are grown adults having to get over things our parents have put into place with us. So. And she, yeah, and she thank him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So on that line. Um, quickly. Because we're, we're just kind of rolling here. Uh, let's go into <coughs> a couple of other things. That can hinder a relationship. From reaching its peak point. So I'll do one. And then you can do one. Yeah. How about that? Okay. Mm-hmm. My main one. And this is going to be in. Hindering and helping. I put life stages different life stages can hinder a relationship and I'm going to define what I mean by life stage because that's a fluid term it's kind of subjective so what I mean by life stage is changing a career or a mental shift from one value system to another or a trauma that happens that changes a person's personality, perhaps a loss of some type. That's what I mean by life stages, right? So, you know, in our marriage, we've had several really big life stages and then lots of little ones. Our first main one, right after we got married, when my, my mother-in-law transitioned, and so for us, that was, you know, it was a lot coming in right there at the beginning of our marriage. We had been together prior, but that's still something that is, you know, that we'll maintain forever with us. But it's a major life stage. Some people, you know, we all grieve differently. So some people may or may not completely get over that um, or learn how to deal with it. And so you have two people who are together who are not really together because they've lost someone and one person is dealing with it in a different way than the other person. And so you have that different um, differences in life stages that can break a couple apart or it can cause some severances. So that's one of the things that I think would would completely, you know, that could have the potential to draw you away from the person that you're with. It's just having, beginning different life stages.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I would say allowing outside forces to to detract from the, the holy trinity, which is basically you, your partner, and God. That should be the, the basis of your of your relationship and marriage. You can get advice mm-hmm. and, and 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 try to have the experience, ask for the experience of others, but that can't be you can't use that as the core of, mm-hmm. of your relationship. Everybody everybody um everybody's relationship is is different keeping those negative people who may just be a a drain keeping them out anything that that detracts from those three things then that could be a major a major hindrance because that that has to be the the base of of your relationship Mm
0: -hmm. i agree look at you you better speak on it i wouldn't i'm gonna add on kind of a bonus one stress 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 um and not just the daily like grind stress i mean and if you have a issue that you're not working on and it's festering it can cause major stress and stress can you know wreak havoc on your body and on your mind let alone your relationship right because if you're not together if you have all this built up stuff and you're stressed out and your shoulders up and your neck and your back is hunched over and you're going to work mad every day. That's just examples, by the way. But those kind of things can really mess with your relationship. So, when we get to like how to make it stronger, I'll touch on stress a little bit more.
1: Okay. Yeah. So, that's two and a possible. That's a pretty good hand. Mm -hmm. With your your extra Mm -hmm. overtime, you don't get paid for that.
0: So... Let's talk about things that help build a strong relationship, because that's what we're always working for. JP and I, we don't make a conscious decision every day to talk about how we're doing, but we do take temperature checks. I think our last one was on our vacation in in Miami, and we were able to sit and talk about where we are right now and how we feel where we are. So I think probably a monthly temperature check. Is a positive thing because we're able to actually sit down and look at ourselves from outside and say, hey, how are we looking? How do we feel? Are there anything that we need to discuss, figure out that kind of thing? So that's positive. So things to help build a strong relationship. So I will go with I'm going to go back to life stages Mm -hmm. because I have that on good and bad list. Mm -hmm. But in terms of life stages, in terms of them being in alignment because you're always going to have someone in the relationship where that is in a different place from the other person. Perhaps they're, of course, again, careers because we stayed, you know, a lot of time at work. If there's a person who was doing a career change, perhaps they're making less money than they were. Perhaps they're making a whole lot more. What you want to do is try to align your life stages up so that you guys are in as close to the same place as possible. In terms of like if you open up a book, you're at least still both in the same chapter. Someone may be ahead of the other person. But if you guys are still in the same chapter in the book, I believe that it's going to kind of happen naturally and that you can really you can manage it. Right. So my little ways of managing trying to align your life stages and things that life kind of brings you individually is constant communication active listening and friendship and we can get on friendship all day there might be a whole other podcast by so but talking to your partner about where you are how you feeling we've gone through a couple of different career changes uh, jp was pretty integral and very supportive of my big change uh, going on four years ago when i went from one career to another so he was there to listen to me um, talk about how afraid I was. I was like, I know I need to change, but I'm terrified. I'm going through the dark. I don't know if this is right for my family, but I'm gonna do it because I feel a calling. And so he was there for me to just listen, and for you know, for me to just talk his ear off, you know, at eleven ten, eleven o'clock at night. So that's always a good thing. And then of course the act of listening, actually sitting down and and listening to your partner and and responding in turn. Saying, this is what I hear you saying. I hear you saying that blah, 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 right? And then keeping your friendship going. You got to have some type of friendship, (laughs) y'all. If you're in a relationship and you don't like the person you're with, honey, that life is rough. I don't imagine having some type of really close kinship with someone that you don't like as a person. That's pretty difficult to to maintain. So, um, life stages, but only... When, if you can align them together within the same chapter I think that can build a strong relationship mm-hmm.
1: yeah. so prioritizing and valuing time putting 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 value on your on your time um, whether it be family time your individual time to get to yourself and then time with your partner if you if you finding yourself working 60 hours a week there's going to be other aspects of your life that that's lacking so you gotta gotta put that that value on your time as far as prioritizing putting a effort to make sure that you can get some alone time for yourself spend time with your partner so that you can reevaluate the the core the core values of your relationship see what that person is how they're feeling checking on their mental Mm -hmm. spending getting getting time with with family raising your children making sure that they that you're an active part of your life Mm because you 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 can turn around and 30 years 30 years pass and you're wondering why your little girl won't talk to you Mm-hmm. Just, just a matter of just putting putting value on your time, mm-hmm. putting forth that effort to put into your relationship.
0: Mm-hmm. And it's it's difficult, right? Because it's so much. You know, you you listed them and, and you made a really great list of all the things that we have to do, but we literally only have a few hours in the evenings after school to do that, and then the weekend. And it feels like it's not enough time to get all that done because you know they always speak about work life balance, right? I don't know if it's a myth, you guys. I don't know if it's attainable. I don't know if we can get work-life balance at a 100. Maybe we can get it at like an 80. But it is. It's a lot of of little pieces, a lot of little moving pieces that we try to do to stay healthy. Because being social and being in a relationship and being happy is part of the human condition. That's the part of life that we want to have when we go on the glory. We want to say, hey, look back at my life. Look how fantastic my life was. So it is. It's a lot of work, right? Right. And we talked about it last episode, how, you know, sometimes, you know, trying to build all of this is, you know, pretty, it takes a lot of pretty, pretty decent effort. And so I love your list that you have there of, of trying to raise a family and still be in touch with your partner and making sure that they're mental and everything is straight. So,
1: yeah, as long as the effort being shown, that, mm-hmm. that's, that's more important than, than anything. That's the one thing that you can't get back is time. So, you just gotta put a, a priority on what is important to you,
0: mm-hmm. and then make sure that the yet your partner has the same in mind that y'all have the same value system, right? Because if someone is trying to put more effort into their job than they are the relationship, you guys don't have the same value system. There's there's something amiss, and so it's probably not going to work to your advantage unless you guys get in alignment and get it together, right? Mm-hmm. so and that's funny that I had this sort of same thing to add on to what you said making it a point to keep your word because sometimes of course people know you can say things I'm gonna do it like this I'm gonna do better I'm gonna do better I'm gonna do better and then three weeks have gone by you haven't yet started to do better and then your partner's looking at you like hey when do you start this process because I still need this so keeping your word and and trying to while you're trying to make that effort and making sure that your partner recognizes and appreciates the effort is, is important as well. So, yeah. hmm That's good stuff, Mr. Payton. You're welcome. <laughs> Let's see. So. Do better. We have some. See, you guys, this is what I live with. So, so we've thought about some things that hinder our relationships. We thought about some things here that help build a strong relationship. Um. So I think we're in a in a good place here with the um, episode. Um, yeah. how, how are you, Mia? I am good. I've been busy. Mm-hmm. Today was a pretty busy day. I'm a teacher, so I'm preparing to go back to school soon. And so it's uh, pre-planning time for teachers, which means that teachers go in and get everything ready for the students coming in. So it's pretty busy. But, um, but I feel good. Um, yeah, I feel good. I feel good. I feel like I'm, I'm in a good place that I'm prepared to go in and do the damn thing and make my husband proud of me. I, so,
1: am, I am. I'm very proud of you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, that, that means a lot. Um, I go in and say, hey, I channel my, my JP here and, and say, think of what he would do, because he's been a leader in leadership positions for a long time. So I am working towards being a leader at my school. and So I think about what he might do in this situation so how, how are you babe how you doing how you feeling
1: i'm cool um mm-hmm. gotta 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 pick up a hobby to kill kill my dead some of my dead time with you guys gone but i'll probably just start lifting weights and mm-hmm. stuff like that get swole on you okay <laughs> Bussing heads
0: oh my we, we don't want to we don't want nothing that's gonna take you away <laughs> bust nobody head and go on after Jail and that, so. Mm-hmm. But that's healthy. That's
1: mm-hmm. that's
0: a healthy way, and you know we have a lot of life stresses. They come and go. So we're trying to do better. Maybe we can figure out some ways to do better, and then have some results, and then talk to the people about. Look at us. We we lost weight, and we didn't got, got our little weights on and stuff. So maybe. unlikely,
1: but go off us. Okay, let's and, go. You know,
0: I was trying to, to be <laughs> trying to be inspirational. <laughs> yeah. So. We can end the podcast here, the episode here. I think we've given them, um, given our listeners some some good things to think about. We're hoping that people um, either consider what we're saying or or agree, or even if you disagree and have some other ideas. Again, we love hearing from our listeners. Uh, Our email address is always open and available for feedback on our episodes. HaydenFullPod at gmail.com is our Current contact. I'm sure as we grow and we uh, get better at this thing, that we'll have more ways to contact us, including uh we'll have some social media channels soon that we'll be putting up. But in Full Pod at gmail.com is the best way to get to us.
1: P a d e n Payden 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 Full
0: F u l l Full
1: Yes f-o-o-l Full. Let's go. Oh
0: my goodness. Mr. Payton, do you, want to do, the, do you want to do the quote? Do you have a quote?
1: It was love at first sight. I know from the way she looked at me.
0: <laughs> what is that from? What? what is that from?
1: Long days and nights we spent. <laughs> no, I <ain't> got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> have... I wish I never met her at all, even though oh my God. I love her so.
0: Uh, Okay. (laughs) Mr. Tomas. (laughs) All right. Everybody, thank you for listening to our episode.
1: I can't stop crying.
0: Visit us next week (laughs) when we post episode five. (laughs) Have a great day, everybody. Thank you for listening. Peace.